Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast, and it's going to be PP Pants City here real soon, because we're going to preview The Walking Dead Season 7 on this episode, and joining me to do that, my name is Dave, by the way, joining me to do that is Jenny. Yes, let's get this started. And Tom. How you doing? Tom represents the Hilltop Colony, by the way. And I'm good with that. From the Kingdom and the Just Two Pals podcast, Johnny. Hi. Uh, okay, so this is our. Wait, aunt. is the Kingdom the one with uh, Ezekiel? Yes. You yes. Yes. I was, yes! Say, Johnny, I was just gonna say. I know. Oh, I, I got I the best one. In this mix, but <laughs> I think you kind of win, Johnny. Because no, I do I win. win. I win. Oh, the hilltop sucks. I have, I have Jesus. Oh, you, you do have Jesus, <laughs> but I got a, a fucking tiger, so. You got Shiba, yep. I have the zombie ninja, Jesus. All right, all right guys, oh, all right, true. guys, uh, let's, let's write it in for a second here while I get this out. We are doing our annual season pre- preview, excuse me, of The Walking Dead. We've done it twice now, uh, actually like four times because they do the mid-season garbage. But this is a, a big thing because it's October and it's our spooky Halloween month and we consider The Walking Dead part of that month for us. And so we're going to preview season seven for you guys, which means if you have not watched all the other seasons, there will be spoilers. If you have not read <laughs> casting news, there will be spoilers. We have not seen a single episode. We don't know what's going to happen this season uh, based on you know the television show itself. So those won't be spoilers. But if you have not watched any season up till now, there will be spoilers. Also, if you have not read the comic books, there will be spoilers. So... We will be kind of comparing what's happened, what will happen, and things that are different um, going forward and what might happen based on the comic books, because that's where this source material comes from, folks. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great, great. Dave, just before we start, real quick, I haven't seen any of the last season, and I don't want to know any spoilers, so okay. let's get this show going. Let, uh, let me hang up on Johnny. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, we, are, we are abandoning uh, his, his colony, the kingdom. Uh, they're they're out. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, well, real real quickly though, how out of the four of us, who has caught up to issue one hundred in the comments? I have. I have not. Not I. Okay. So you, Dave, and I are comic book knowledge. Johnny and Tom are show knowledge. Yeah. You can All right. It, I'll you take can, that. You could put it that way, I guess. Well, we'll we'll overlap, but. Okay, just wanted to I make. Know, sure. I I haven't read, but I know things. I like that, Tom. That's what. That's why you and I get along. I think because you guys, you're a lot like me. Like, I'm not afraid of a spoiler now and again. I'm through I'm issue okay one. I'm through issue one thirty actually. Ooh, I'm all the way. I'm caught up to one fifty nine. You got to get caught up because yeah, it is hilariously kind of awesome right now. I ain't got that kind of time. I, I guess I need to catch up. I think I only read like thirty issues of it. <laughs> Did you make it to at least the uh, the governor? I made it to the last thing I remember was the introduction of the governor. I didn't. I don't think I watched his whole story. All right. All right. Okay. righty. So where do we start? There's the warning. There's the warning. All right. So I watched the finale again, like literally two hours ago, right after Legends of Tomorrow aired, because I wanted to make sure I knew what the heck I was talking about, uh, cause it had been a while. So, 
so I wanted to watch that. I, I kind of fast-forwarded through, uh, you know, the, car- the crappy Carol stuff for that episode because it was crappy. It did introduce you to some some members of the kingdom because they had that cool armor, uh, if you want to call it cool. But they they pick up Morgan and Carol and they're headed they're headed to the kingdom. Which, if you read the comic books, you know what the kingdom is. And Ezekiel and his little furry friend. Ezekiel. Sorry. Um, if you've seen promotional photos, you've also seen Ezekiel and his little furry friend. So, yes. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) I get too excited. I'm just like, I've been waiting two seasons now for them to introduce Jesus, which we got, and now Ezekiel. So I am a happy camper because I get Jesus, Ezekiel, and Negan all in this season. All right. Yes. And Tiva. I get the tiger. Okay. (laughs) Which I didn't think they were going to do. But All right, so season exciting. season six ended very dramatically and aggravatedly, if that's a word. Again, if it's not, I just made it up, and I get the credit. But season six ended with a real big cliffhanger. Again, if you've read issue 100 of the comics, you know what happens next in the comics, but you don't know what happens in the TV show because it's going to be very different. They've released a little trailer, a little teaser as to the scene that takes place, you know, right after the the death. And it makes it look like, I don't know, to me, let's do theory time. Season six ends with a cliffhanger of the group. Uh, Rick, Daryl, Glenn, Maggie, Carl, Michonne, uh, Abraham, Sasha, Eugene, Rosita, Aaron, and that's it. Uh, all, all about to be, one of, one of whom about to be killed by Negan and his friend. The bat. Lucille. Lucille the bat. Lucille. So that was the cliffhanger was you saw him hit the cameraman. The cameraman pretended to be the head of this person getting destroyed and being killed in the comics. Again, spoiler alert. In the comics, that person is Glenn. Glenn dies at this point in the show. Uh, Maggie is not there, if I remember right. Or is she? She's out, there. She, oh, I thought she found out later. Yeah, okay. in in the co- in the comic. So there's a lot more in the lineup on the mm-hmm. show than there was in the sure, comics. Sure, because Abraham comics, Abraham's dead before this happens. Yes, he, he gets, and he's Eugene, the one that gets the arrow. Eugene is Eugene is basically still back in Alexandria, and he's going through the whole "How do I make myself useful?" because he's mourning the death of Abraham. So Eugene's right. not in the mix in the comics. Um, so basically, so in the show, and there is like no Sasha. Said, Right. And there's no Sasha because Sasha committed suicide like way back in the prison days. And no Daryl. In the comics. So, and there's no Daryl because Daryl doesn't exist in the comics. So, <laughs> in the show, you've got Michonne, Carl, Rick, Maggie, Glenn, Eugene, Abraham, Daryl, Sasha, Rosita, and Aaron. That's a lot of people in that lineup. In mm-hmm. the comics, though, the only ones that are in the show that were in the comics were Michonne, Carl, Rick, Glenn, and Maggie. Those are the only ones. But Was what's her name Sophia, there? Um, Rick's actual girlfriend at that time? No, Andrea, Andrea stayed yeah. back in at um okay. at Alexandria because they were preparing. That's right. For the she was she was the one that stayed behind, not Maggie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's there because she's and Andrea in the the show sucked, but Andrea in the comic book is one of my favorites. What, yeah, she's awesome. But I think that's what they're doing with um Carol's storyline because there's a lot of parallels with Carol and and Andrea from the comics. Right. And the only and they've already twisted it to tweak it just a bit because in the comic, Andrea and 
Rick are hooking up, but now Michonne and Rick are hooking up. Dum, dum, so dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. I don't mind it, but it makes me concerned because this is definitely well, farther along. Yeah, it's going to change something in the future. <clears throat> yeah, because farther along in the story, huge spoiler alert, but it's not anything that affects much, is Michonne and Ezekiel hook up. So don't know how they're going to work that yet, but... In, in the comic, you had Michonne, Carl, and Rick, Glenn and Maggie, who are part of the group now. But then you had Sophia and Heath. Heath is, you know, the, the runner guy, um, the dreadlock guy on the show. The new guy from right. uh, Alexandria. Hilltop. Yeah, from Alexandria. He's, with, right. he's with Tara right now. And, and Sophia is still alive, people, in the comics. And Maggie and Glenn adopted them. She so she called she, Maggie mom. Sophia, you know, like, Sophia didn't go look at the flowers. No. Well, that wasn't Sophia. Sophia got was, was in Herschel. I was just using show. it as a. As a I know, yeah, but it was a joke so, about child murder, right? I know, they, I know. Johnny, so, me and John, Johnny gets me. I get so, you. <laughs> in the comics, it's basically everybody's lined up, and Maggie is cradling Sophia because Sophia's younger and freaking out. Carl has lost the eye, and he's the stubborn teenage kid still. All that, but what's awesome about that trailer is the aftermath that scene is so close to the cells of the comic because in the comic you just see rick's you know he's just crying and he's just like i will kill you and negan goes what was that and he goes not today not tomorrow but i will kill you and then negan goes hey you've been the big boss man for way too long it's time to learn your place and he grabs rick pulls him aside and just beats the shit out of him ah see now hmm. now i have a theory <clears throat> we're gonna well, get okay go ahead. okay i'm gonna go on a complete tangent right here and i really am dying for your guys's input on this You're but wrong. i don't know if johnny and tom would be able to tap in but with him taking the hatchet you think he's going to go governor on Rick's hand? Man, you no. stole my theory. <laughs> you stole uh, well, Are you thinking that too, though? Oh, that's 100% what well, I thought. So when, uh, good, when governor good. didn't take his hand, I just assumed that Negan, Negan was going to be the one to do it. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't think he will. I you don't think he's going to lose his hand? No. You might be right, though, Tom, because they're, they're doing a lot of, like, shady let's fuck with the audience type well, stuff. Kirk, because... Kirkman even said during the comic run that he regretted losing the hand because it kind of limited him to what Rick could do. Except so why, I, would, I why do it now? But I, I it disagree now? with that too, because then you get to make more powerful, more, you know, interesting characters like Jesus and, and all these other guys. Like you get to Rick make... is going to be Rick. I mean, I understand Rick without that, a Tom, hand is not but, Rick. But Rick does things in a different way in the comic books, as far as I am. Like he's a different character. He's still Rick, but he's still the leader. But he does it in a different way, and I think it's a more interesting way because he's got these other people that fight for him, and now he has to take on that guilt of I have to send this person to fight in my place because I can't do it, and this person will probably die because I can't go. Hmm. Yeah. So, but Tom, I I. Uh, Agree with you up until I saw Siba because the moment they they showed the tiger, I didn't think they would do Rick's hand because they're not going to want to put in the production of removing his Andrew hand. Lincoln and not having a hand for yeah, yeah, because right. that that's going to take a lot of clever camera angles, CGI, all that stuff. So I didn't think they would do it, but I also didn't think they'd bring in the tiger. I didn't. So either. now that I've seen the tiger, I'm like, they could do Rick's hand. 
Yeah. Anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see pretty quick. Um maybe not the first episode. You know how they like to drag things out. So he may end up in that trailer for a while and we don't get to see him till next episode. Who knows? Um I don't know. But I kinda wanna get to who we think is dead. Uh on the show side of things, obviously. So mm. uh, I'm gonna start with Tom. Who do you think Negan I... killed? Honestly, I I gotta I admit that I've read some things where it's like, you know, maybe spoilers or whatever, you know, casting and stuff. Where I've read that, oh, then I don't want you to. The, know, I don't want you to say it then. If you read, okay. if you've read information, I don't want to know that because I'm different. Than well, there's nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody yet. So knows. If you read something, you, it could be complete hoax. So I say, say, what are you saying then? <laughs> All right, go ahead, Jenny. Can I can I continue, Jenny? Please, please talk. Thank you. I'm curious. Uh, everything I've read is uh, the actor who plays Glenn has not been seen on set. The actor who plays Abraham is not being seen on set. Uh, Lauren Cohen plays Maggie has not been seen on set a lot. So there's kind of a mix between the three. So I don't. I I, I still I, I believe Glenn's going to die. I, I I do. But and watching that final that final preview seeing the stopwatch the the watch was in the blood so i think well, Len, that that was the tip so was daryl's so was poncho was in the mud too so so was a ring yeah a ring was but it wasn't it wasn't in the blood the 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 blanket was not in the blood so i don't believe it's going to be daryl i believe it's going to be glenn and i don't know there's it's a lot different. of talk about abraham there's well, a lot of talk about abraham 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 kind of snitches up a plot line from the comics that a lot of people were mad about so and he would be the one i gotta say to this though i gotta jump say, up and do it. i gotta interrupt you though tom because i i rewatched the episode and negan says i'm going to kill one of you well if but if anybody anybody moves he's gonna kill him too is what he says I still well think- here's he, on in support of what tom said i've read too because um Stephen Nguyen, is that his name? Yeah. Um, yeah. Glenn has actually been cast in a Netflix show. That doesn't matter. So it, it doesn't matter. If and it, I mean, because it, only it, because it's Netflix. Um, I say that. Well, That's the only reason well, why I say that. Well, and but it's still like, you know, can you support two two shows at the same time? Which you can. So which that doesn't has, say much. He, yeah, he has been. He's it, been doing a voice on Voltron, so. Yeah, so but it, it's one of those where it could lead so, yeah, that makes sense, but it also could be like, oh, but you can still do it anyways. Um, so I, I can see that. And I also see your idea on Abraham because I've said before, I was in the panel where Kirkman, hate, you know, admitted he hated how he killed Abraham. So if you right. don't know, Abraham in the comic died as, um, uh, what's the girl's name? The, the Denise. Nurse? Denise, Denise, yeah. Denise. The arrow that, the was Abra- that was Abraham's death in the comic. And... It was it's so a loose end. Unex- it's a loose end now. Well, and he always he had said in this panel that he always wanted Abraham to have more of a hero's death, noble death. Yeah, like a hero's death. So which I could he, see which, that happening which as well. He stood up. He was volunteering to die when Negan was trying to pick him, and I think that's part of it. They've also been heavily, heavily hinting at him being happy at the end of that season with him getting together with Sasha. And kind of getting things together for him to, to also be just a real red herring 
to okay, he's got to die type of thing. Um, I think Glenn is too obvious. Um, I think it's still going to happen. I, I, I have two deaths. My my thing is two. I think the way they, they did the Glenn with under the dumpster was a feel to see how people felt about it. And um, now that, I think it's going to happen. If that's true, it's that's pathetic, happen. and I'm done with the show. That's, if that's the truth. Yeah, that's a whole conversation that is, about that. That is well, that, terrible that's, writing. That's a, that's a double-edged sword, though, because that's kind of – so. I know there's there's four people they can't touch, and not saying they can't, but it doesn't make sense in the scheme of the well, storyline. Carol, Carol and Morgan are yeah. safe. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but they're not there. Tara, they're not Tara safe. Stokes. Stay. I, I know Jenny. I know where Jenny's going. Jesus. With this. There's four. But Go ahead. There's four. There's Michonne, Rick, Carl, and um, Maggie. Those right. four right. can't die because the plot line that is coming to fruition with Negan couldn't happen. They're not characters that you can switch with somebody else like they did with Abraham and Denise or Herschel and uh, Tyrese. You know, like you can't, you can't do it with those four characters. I mean, maybe they can, but I don't think you would get the story that everybody loves. So those four are off the table, but what you were saying about Glenn's dumpster, I, I feel as though they need to kill Glenn because right now, Glenn's untouchable. He survived the dumpster. Then they <laughs> they get to Alexandria, and when the wall falls and the herd comes in, best he's moment, standing there best with moment his of one the gun, just killing people. Like he's like Rambo, no. and best, he survives that. Best moment of the season is when he survives and reunites with her. They have to keep doing that. That's the no. best drama of the show. I think those. I two. think now. I think now is when the moment. Wow, you just said it. That's the best moment. And this is why well, they'll, they're they'll not strike paying it off. Iron. Then they're not paying it off. They should have killed him last season. Then they're not paying that moment off by killing him now. I'm not arguing with you. So I'm arguing real, the thought process of them. What, so they, real quick with, with the four that Jenny know. said are, Go ahead, are yeah. untouchable. Yeah. Um, and, and I haven't read the comics, right? So I don't know what the stories are necessarily. I know how some characters fit in. I mean, I've done, I've talked to people who, who, read walking dead and i've looked it up on wikipedia before so i know a little bit but from a viewer perspective with no knowledge of the comics um at this point in in the way i see the show the there are only two characters that they will not kill off and that's carl and rick because every other character in the show is expendable as far as how they've written this series, from you know, strictly, from strictly so, a TV uh, show viewer, I'll agree from strictly that, a TV show standpoint, yeah, and this yeah, show does not mind taking liberties. They don't mind taking liberties at all. I mean, th- there have been some big changes and there have been some little changes. So I don't know what necessarily the story is, yeah. but as just a viewer of the show, if there's some big thing that happens with Maggie, that could just as easily happen with Michonne or happen with, um, who's the other chick, Carol, Sasha, Sasha, Rosita. Yeah, Carol. So again, I totally think that. Oh. Oh. I think that too, Johnny. AMC cut his cut his line. Mm. AMC shut him down. He was onto something. <laughs> he was yeah, too. Cl- he was too close. Don't, don't say. Don't say anything. Well, we lost. Oh. We lost Johnny for a second. Hopefully, we'll get him back. Um, Start uh-oh. singing when you come in. There he is. Hey, can you hear me? We sure can. Yeah, you were too close. AMC, AMC's hunting you, dude. Calm down. Hey, listen, my position has changed entirely. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you better calm down. 
Uh, you know what you should do, Johnny. You know what you should do. You should calm down. You should have yourself a Mountain Dew. You know what I should do, Dave? Just real quick, let me uh, pop open. You know, when you're when your day's rough, when you're questioning whether or not Walking Dead is worth watching anymore, just crack open a refreshing Mountain Dew voltage because there's nothing, not nothing quite like a a mount a drink. So do it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I love that and, it. And and pet kitties. That's right. And pet that's right. You know. You're, Days real, real rough, and you're sad, and you're lonely, and you're an old woman with no family or friends. There's nothing better than coming home to your 63 cats. Like, <laughs> do it, do it like me. You'll be that guy. I, yeah, my yeah. Every everyone who loves guy. me is gonna leave and only have my cats. <laughs> okay, so going back before the Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah, back thank you, Jenny. Thank you. Thank you. I definitely think Maggie's gonna live, but. Not knowing what the story is, um, at this point, any character besides Rick and Carl is expendable. It just as a viewer. I get that. Maggie has to live because Maggie's a badass later. Yeah. Ma- Maggie, Maggie's a badass in my opinion. There, I really like Maggie. Though. Yeah. And, and they're already kind of bringing her into the role that she's going to be or what she is in the comics now um, at the point of the story. Like if you go right after 100 and you move in, Maggie takes on a really important role. So they're already transitioning her character into that. And Glenn's death is a huge part of that mm-hmm. transition. Mm-hmm. Now it's not critical for the transition because they are bringing in, you know, the loss of the child and all that. And then they also have, um, what's her name? Edith, Enid or whatever. Enid, 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 yeah. Yeah, to replace the Sophia character. So they've got a lot of parallels that, although they're not exactly like the comics, they're they're on the right track. So I don't I don't think anything will happen with Maggie. But there's can I can I tell you who I think? Can I go ahead? Go ahead, Jim. That was the question before the group. Yes. Yeah. So, and mine hasn't changed since the finale of last season. I have two and I go back and forth on which one it is. And both of them make me angry because I don't think they'll do one. And I think they need to, and I think they'll do the other and it just pisses me off. So I think it's going to be Glenn because there's a lot of parallels in the trailers that they're doing. And there's in the comic Glenn's death scene is so horrific and you're starting to hear the audio from it. And the audio is starting to be very reminiscent of the comic. Now it could still be another character, but I think they're going to do Glenn. It pisses me off because if they do Glenn, there was no reason for that cliffhanger. Everybody was expecting it and they cliffhangered it just so everybody could go, Oh my God, is it Glenn? Is it Daryl? Is it, you know, which is kind of cheap. That was my point when Tom said it. Yeah. Well, Bringing in a character like Negan, you've got plenty of storyline to go. You don't need a crazy cliffhanger. And last season, season six, they were so hooked on the cliffhangers. Um, They have (coughs) the gun scene. Oh, my God, did they just shoot Daryl? They had the dumpster scene. They had – it was cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger, and it started to get frustrating. So if it ends up being Glenn, there was no reason for that cliffhanger. But my – the one that I want it to be – not because I want the character gone, because I like the character, but I think that it's the one that 
needs to be gone because of the storyline is I think they need to take out Daryl. I think because Daryl doesn't really have a story arc anymore. He, he went from the redneck to the savior. You know, he's, he, he's found that he's found himself, you know, he's welcomed into the group. He started making sense into the, into civilization again. He doesn't have, he's already done his story arc. There's not much left for Daryl to do, you know? I'll agree with that. Yeah. It seems you see a lot of characters once they peak their story, like Tyrese, you know, once he finally, you know, had got to that peak, it was time to get rid of him. And I can, I can agree with you with Daryl. It's well, the same thing. I think. Cause I, what else, I, what else can Daryl do? I mean, he's, he, he came from the redneck guy to hunting for this little girl to having feelings to now having brothership to now. I mean, yeah, you're right. I think, the, you know, I, and it would affect his death would be, I think, almost as impactive as Glenn's death is to the group because he's so tight with Rick. You know, right. he, him and Glenn are Rick's right hands. Like every decision goes, you know, that whenever Rick needs support, it's Daryl and Glenn. Glenn is the moral compass. Daryl is kind of the reason. You know, Daryl's the the passion and the drive where Glenn is the, is this the right thing to do? So either one of them is going to affect the Rick, Rick's character and Rick needs that effect in order to get to where Rick needs to be, in my right. opinion. Right. I don't know, though, if AMC and the writers and Scott Gimple and all of them, I don't think they have the balls to kill Daryl because <laughs> Daryl is such a fan favorite that... I mean, there are there are a ton of people that goes. I don't know if I'd watch it if they killed Daryl off. Well, right? before so, we started recording, so, that was Johnny's sentiment. Yeah. Yep. So, so there's that. Do they have the balls to do it? But I would actually respect them to have the balls to do it because that means they're confident on where this story is going. They don't mm-hmm. need the support of the teeny boppers going. Oh, Daryl, are all riot. Well, oh, easy, you easy. Know? That's all our audience. Our, our, so, our so audience I, is I've got a boppers. counter. I, I've got a <laughs> yeah, counter I, to this. I actually count on my Teeny Bopper fans. Calm down. I, I, hey, so, nothing about the Teeny from, Boppers, but I think they need to kill Daryl. All right, Johnny. So from the from the perspective of a viewer, and I mean, I don't know everything about television, but you know you, enough. You get an you idea enough. of what the behind the scenes are like. Yeah, I, I feel like I know enough. You've been on set um, before. I mean, you, you're a big star. You, so I'm a big, huge star. Everyone knows and respects my opinion. Right. You know, I mean, that's they, why you they are, know who I am and they respect me. That is why you're the sole spokesperson for Mountain Dew. That's why they've always called me pal number one and right. Mountain Dew's pal number, number one, one highest paid spokesperson. That's right. Um, no, so the the show, I definitely don't think it's going to be Daryl. And I agree with you that it would be very ballsy of them to do it. But he he's the type of... Uh-oh. He AMC, is that type of person. AMC got, <laughs> AMC got you again. They're like, don't talk about Daryl. I, 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 like I said, I, I kind of want it to be Daryl. Well, okay. Not- because I want him to be gone. I mean, I, I, there's I, a lot of people. Hey, there's there he is. Back. That is so weird. It's AMC. I'm telling <laughs> That's you. That's very weird. You're too close so, to uh, the yeah, truth. Yeah, they must be getting to me. Um, <laughs> I don't think that Darryl. there are enough viewers 
I don't think there are enough viewers who would be like, wow, that was real ballsy of them to kill Daryl. I guess they have, you know, I, I guess they really have a good story in place. I'll keep watching. Daryl is the most popular character on the show. Daryl is, for a lot of people, one of the only reasons they watch the show. Um, Daryl brings in the highest viewers, not just in women, but in men, too. Because he's, in, in a lot of people's eyes, the most interesting character. In my eyes, for me yeah. personally. Crossbow, He's the most interesting character on the show. Crossbow sales went off the roof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every everyone wants to be Daryl. So, and and he's an original character to the show. What would that do to the storyline? That powerful of a character out. That could, with this being apocalyptic, the world sucks type storyline. It is the poetic thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Storyline-wise, yes. I think, for me... Yes. For, for from, me, from a writer's perspective, I agree with you. Right. For me, as a writer, I say kill them all. But that's me as a writer. And uh, that, that's what I would... I, I, I learned from the... Peter jo- Dave in full force. No, no. I learned from the George R.R. Uh, R. Martin school, the Joss Whedon school of writing. Like, kill them all, make everyone cry. That's how you do it. <laughs> that's that's the way you write. They, they probably all will. Like, I just don't want to see it all in one whack. Yeah. And, and so, and and then the other point that I was that I was saying is that Daryl is an original character to to this show. So mm-hmm. in a way, he's almost the show's flagship character. Well, you know what I mean. Glenn, this this, this Glenn, is a huge mark. No, no, no. Glenn, has Glenn been was in the show nice. longer than Daryl. No, no, right, I'm saying he's an original, like he's an original creation. He's not yeah, from the comics. Not an original He was character, created right. on the show. Right. So in a lot of ways, he's like the show's flagship character. And so not only is he an original character on the show, um, but he's the most popular character on the show. So they want this character forever. Well, yeah. I would say when the show's winding down, when they say next season's our last season, that's when I'll be like, okay, Daryl could die any minute. But... As of right now, that's all up in the air. We don't know how many more seasons we're going to get. I, uh, while I agree that it'd be ballsy, and, and from a writer's perspective, it almost does feel like the right choice to make. From a, from a studio's perspective, I don't think any of them are going, we really need to do this because it'd be good for the story. It's, it is, would hurt them, I think, severely. This is my opinion. Um, Daryl needs to die so they can make the Boondocks Saints TV show. <laughs> Um, and do that. Now. Mm. And so that has nothing to do with The Walking Dead. Shut your mouth. I'm not done. So Daryl dies. <laughs> the Norman Reedus goes over to the Boondock Saint show where he belongs. And then uh, Glenn kills Rick and takes over as the leader. And uh, yeah. Yeah, because Glenn has that moral compass. Yeah, right. right, right. No, yeah. but seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Good so job, it's, Dave. It's my Good job, Dave. Uh, hey, put me on the show. I'll write it better. Um, no, my, my opinion, uh, Daryl has to die. I, if not in this scene, this season, I think, I think it's time, but I agree with Johnny's point in a business aspect for the studio. It's a mistake for the writer's room. It's probably the best move right now. So how you weigh that as far as what AMC versus what Gimple and all them do. I don't know how you do that. I, you know, I don't know who has the final say, but whatever. Oh, who I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Glenn because everything, <laughs> because it's just so disappointing. The timing of it, the way it's handled, it's such a disappointing way to do it. Because like Jenny said, it should have been done without the cliffhanger and just done. 
at the end of last season and then let the reaction come with the new season. Um, I think you can do that just as well, revealing who the death was. And I think if it is Glenn, which I think it's going to be, I think, I think Tom is right. I think it's Glenn and Abraham. Um, I just feel like that's such a cop out and it's so lazy. And here I am judging the show before it even airs because the ending of last season was so fast paced. I loved every minute of it. Aside from the, the teasing of who's dead, like is Daryl Denny just got shot. Is Glenn dead? This happened. You know, that kind of crap. Um, but everything else was great. There was a lot of action. There was a lot of cool stuff. The finale did drag on a little bit, but it was there was a good tension there because of them trying to get to this destination to save Maggie. The road was cut off every way, which way they went, and then, you know, boom, the, the last eight minutes were all... The last eight minutes was just all Negan talking. Well, that's... <clears throat> so... And I think I said this before, though, and totally agree with you, Dave, because they could have done the death scene, and that sets up that Oh shit, season seven, we're going in to a villain that is way worse than the governor, way worse than the cannibals. Holy shit. But they didn't. So like you you end it without even the appreciation of Negan, I think. And I know everybody because of what Negan is, is understanding he's a badass, but showing it and moving on, like I would start the next season going, what the hell is in store? Because that guy is gnarly. You know, yeah, I, you got to set up the Negan Jenny, character. Yeah, Jenny, I disagree. There's, there's no way you look at the Negan character on TV and say, "Oh, who's this guy?" Jeffrey Dean Morgan nailed it. Oh, he's a, totally, to he's totally. A, well, stop. Me. Hang on, stop. Ask the one person who hasn't read the Negan in the comics, Johnny. Yes. How did you feel about the Negan portrayal, and what do you think of the character? of all you know of it is just the TV show. And so I'm familiar with what, with the character's actions in the book, but obviously I haven't read the panel to panel stuff about him. Um, as far as what I saw in the show, I'm hooked like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I, I love him as an actor. I think he's fantastic. And the character that he played in that scene was phenomenal to me. I was engrossed. Yeah. I, I didn't want to stop. I wanted the show to be an hour of him talking. I could I I I drive people crazy because the moment they released the casting, I was like, "Holy shit, that's perfect!" That's but what I said. That's watching, what I said too. Watching that last scene where he's eeny meeny miny mo, he there's the reason why Negan is such a beloved villain, and he is. You you'll hate him. Everybody hates Negan, but. Deep down, I don't care what you say, everybody loves Negan. Because he is one of the best written villains out there because he's likable. Everyone like, loves you know, really, the asshole. Yeah, well, and he's so he's so psycho that you it's just like, oh my gosh. But Jeffrey Dean Morgan captures the page. Because there's these parts where everything out of Negan's mouth is the F word. And everything's a joke. Like, it's it's so comical but in a totally fucked up manner but in the comics you'll see these little like Negan gets this little smirk on his face or he's like "Mm, I don't know about that you know like it's almost like your drunk uncle or something like there's a humor to him while he's killing people and the the scene in that 
that preview for right after he kills him and he's like in Rick's face and, and Rick's like, I'm going to kill you. He, the, just the expression on his face, he doesn't <laughs> have to say anything. He just sort of breathes through his teeth a little bit. And then he's like, what did he have? He have a knife? Just the expression on his face before he even said anything was total Negan. And I'm just sitting there going, wow, now I'm afraid of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> I was, so, I was afraid I, of him I, from The Watchmen. I wanted to I wanted to say something I thought about when we were talking about Daryl and, and Jenny. You said he doesn't have any more story. Um, and I haven't rewatched the season finale. I know you guys did, so maybe I'm missing something. But I thought that there was something between Daryl and this other guy who killed Denise. Doesn't he have some like Dwight. personal vendetta against this Dwight. guy with Him Dwight? Dwight, yeah, because Dwight yeah, actually he's got the, in the trailer he's got this total thing against Dwight because not only did Dwight take his crossbow, but then he used that crossbow to kill Denise, and then when he thought he got the jump on Dwight, he shot. Then him. he found out it was a trap and he got shot. So I think and there's going to be a big thing. Well, there's a scene in one of the other teasers that has Dwight driving a motorcycle wearing Daryl's vest with the angel wings. Oh, uh oh. Yeah, and that's when people are also saying, well, he's dead. He's got Daryl's vest. I mean, it could mean a lot of things. On a side note, too, though, as a comic book reader, I I like the casting of Dwight. Because Dwight's a pretty important character. Well, they fleshed him out deeper. They fleshed him out deeper than he was in the comic book. Because in the comic book, you meet him just with Negan. And in the show, you get to meet him before that. And he forms this this hostile relationship with Daryl, like Johnny was saying. Yeah, yeah. So, like... It's it's so good. Well, aside not to not to move us along too fast, but aside from that, we haven't talked about Morgan and Carol and their ventures off to the kingdom. And I'm well, I wanted to say totally this totally anxious to wanted, get there. I wanted to say this first. Going into episode one of season seven, there are twenty one main cast members. That's just the main cast members. Hmm. That though that that doesn't surprise me though, because even in the comic book right now. It should surprise you. This is a TV show. That is too many people. But the That's comic Game books of Thrones are, are confusing. Equally. I don't care about the comic yeah, books, Jenny. This is a TV show. That's a lot I, of I people. I like it, though, because each one of those characters have have a story to it. Like, I don't think that, you know, they need to bring Eric back, you know, um, Aaron's boyfriend. I don't I don't think that's a critical character. But Isn't he dead? No, I, th- I thought he just hurt his leg. I don't yeah. think he died because he was he's fighting in the, when the wall came down. Whatever. Um, he's not listening he's to cast. Like, he's, like, he's not listening to cast, so he's dead to me. He's sitting at home. Sasha doesn't have a have a, a role that I care about. But well, Rosita's if Abraham dies, dead. she does. Not really, because... Oh, if Abraham dies, she's, got a, she's, you, she's just mourning her brother and now him. Which, again, she's got no real storyline. I disagree. You know, like, I disagree, but okay. But the Rosita storyline is fascinating after Abraham's death in the comic books. The Eugene but they've changed, they, they've changed, I mean, I hate to interrupt you again. They changed it, though, because she's already done with him. Right, right. Which could still lead to where Rosita ends up in the comic book after his death. Which is an awesome, very cool developed storyline. Eugene storyline. They've already hinted at where the Eugene storylines coming oh, or flat, going. They flat out told you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. making he's but, making ammo. Yeah, that though doesn't actually in the comic that happens in issue one hundred and one because when they're preparing for 
the saviors to hit Alexandria, win well, Rick had- and Glenn and all them. He's mourning Abraham's death that he feels useless, and it shows them all sitting around trying to figure out how much ammo they need. And that's when he's like, I they, can make this. They set that up way earlier in the middle of the season when he. When yeah, he goes in the, the show that's run. earlier. And then they have. They had to show. In the comics, they're just getting it. They had to tease at him dying by giving Rick the, the vital information before he went off alone. In that scene, I like I said, I rewatched it again. And that scene is great because. I don't know if anybody else caught this, but the music that's playing when they're saying goodbye to to Eugene is very Lost. Like it felt like the Charlie's death scene on Lost. Sorry, Charlie dies on Lost. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> but it just was. It was incredibly emotional and awesome, and it made me angry because if Eugene dies, I riot. Yeah, Eugene's so. awesome. I would assume that whoever it is 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 a, a, a super integral person to rick yeah Um, absolutely absolutely it's it's got to be for him to have that much fury when he's when he's telling negan he's gonna kill him right right that's what it was in the comics it was glenn 100 so yep well and and a lot of that a lot of that from the comics too is because uh rick failed because maggie not only was there to watch him die but he couldn't protect glenn for maggie so a lot of rick's Mm -hmm. anger there and saying he's gonna kill him not just because glenn's his right hand it's also because Rick sees it as his failure and he needs to fix it. Well, he should. Yeah. He brought it on himself by declaring war on Negan to get supplies from whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, like that whole episode, you're just like, Rick, drop it and leave. You're a fucking no. idiot. Yeah. You could tell Rick's Rick's arrogance is it has gone through, you know, going through Alexandria and now you, you got through the zombie horde and now there's another threat. This is the first time you've seen Rick actually with the look on his face like there's I can't control the situation. He lost. He's done. He's right. lost. The, the, you can see it when he's sitting in that circle that I can't oh. control this. Even I, before I he, finally lost control. Right. Even before they let Maggie down, like he's looking around like right. I got to find a right. way out of it. And his mouth is open right. the whole time like there is no way out. He's, I think, I don't want to say his arrogance, but his ego, one or the other. Well, I think it was, it was like you know, I didn't see, I didn't see this happening because I think he, so. he thought he had, he had thought he had the control over everything. I think that's where the show did a really good job, though, in that story arc because after the prison, he was defeated. He was he was at rock bottom, and as they're walking the tracks going to um, terminus, pudding. Yeah, pudding. The pudding. Pudding. Um, he he's starting to realize what's important to him. They get to terminus and they're in the exact well, not exact, but a very similar situation than what he is in now, right? And he completely ruled terminus with the help of Carol. Like they were screwed without Carol, but, <laughs> but oh, yeah, if there was no Carol, they were they were they were sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But he walked out of it going. I have the best team. We're going to do that. And that's why when they get to Alexandria, he's well, he just had the like, big bro down with Daryl. Yeah. But they get to Alexandria and he's, he's got confidence because he's like, these are my people and we are going to take over the world. You know, we, you, we are unstoppable because we are unified. We are together. So he has that arrogance. I totally agree with you with that arrogance, mm-hmm. but I think it's biting him in the ass because it's misdirected because of Terminus. And I think that was a really cool 
if you watch sort of the progression of Rick through each of their troublesome story plots, he he learns in each one, but he always learns slightly too late, you know, because from the reservoir to the to Herschel's farm, there's a lot of similarities with the outcome of both. Right. And then You're from right. Herschel's farm to the prison, there's a lot of similarities. And each one, he technically fails, and then he repeats it, but he doesn't learn until the second time he repeats it. And it's I, I love that aspect of the writing staff. I think they're doing an amazing job with that. So uh, I'm so I agree. So flustered. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know how this makes you feel, but season seven filming began all the way back on May second. Yeah, you know that. Like, essentially, the season ended, and they're like, "Let's start filming this another one." Well, no, they did. Well, there was a, there was a. Whole, was it with Gimple? I can't remember. But there was this whole thing that the scene with Negan at the end of the season, they went ahead and filmed that scene completely. Well, no so kidding. That makes, first, that makes a ton of sense. Why wouldn't right. you? Right. But they filmed everyone's death. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, that also so, makes a lot of sense, too. So there's a Maggie also, death on tape. There's a Sasha's death on tape. It makes a lot of sense to hide people on set. Like Tom was saying, they haven't seen this person on set, which doesn't yeah. make doesn't mean anything to me because they've gone half seasons without seeing Maggie for however long or Glenn. They've done that. Well, they've and done not that only before. that though, but they could also have people on set that are you know are there for a flashback. They did that with the governor with the when Tyrese was having flashbacks, you know. So there's always you know, and Beth came back in a flashback. There's always I don't know if that's a legit way to way to do it, but. Yeah, I, I love that idea, though. I love that they went right into it. Yeah, I mean, they won't be the first show that's done that. They've, they've, there's been plenty of shows that have teased the death and filmed every death, or movies that do that, like Star Wars and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. But can we talk about Jesus? Nope. Please? Nope. I want to talk about Top in the Kingdom. Why? He's not doing anything. He has nothing to do with that, fin- yeah. that final episode. He is no, going that's, to. that's a great subject. Um, Dave, who is your chosen Lord and Savior? Oh, it would be Jesus. It'd be Jesus, okay. Uh, not All the right. Jesus from All The Walking right. Dead, but um, oh, yeah, sorry, Jesus Christ, you mean? Yes, that that guy. All right, yeah. All right, sorry, you had to go there. You brought it there. <sighs> Listen, let's not make this religious, okay, Dave? <laughs> You're right, Jenny. You were saying. I am more excited about the Comic Con release because Mr. Paul Monroe looks like he's actually going to be Jesus now. Who's Paul um, Monroe? Who is my favorite character in the entire Walking Dead like thing? He's Who's Paul he's Monroe? Paul Monroe, that's Jesus. It's Paul Rovio. When he first when he first meets Rick, they're like, What's your name? He's like, I'm Rick. And he's like, Hey, I'm Paul Monroe, but my friends call me Jesus. And he's like, Why they call you that? And he's like, Well, I kind of look like Jesus. So he's Jesus from there on out. Oh, they changed his name to Rovia. He's not Monroe anymore. In the comic, it's Paul Monroe, and I'm sticking with Paul Monroe because that is my uh, boyfriend. Even though, even though he's gay, <laughs> he prefers the men. <laughs> he's still my boyfriend. Oh, he's so badass. He is like, I love Patrick plays the uh, the Walking Dead game, and I like when they give you the the characters' traits. Jesus is close hand to hand contact, and I'm like, yeah. But he can also take Michonne out with a with a uh, katana if he wanted to, because he's that awesome. But I didn't know if you know this in the game. 
Flynn's special um, skill is magical dumpster. And that's not a joke. When you get Glenn as a character, he's magical dumpster. So, but I was so frustrated with last season because they kept hinting at Jesus becoming Jesus and they never get there. Like there's the scene where he, he pulls the, the scarf over his head or he starts to fight, but then it cuts away. And then he just walks in. He's like, oh, wait, everything's done. Okay, you guys got this handled. I want to see Jesus be Jesus because Jesus is the best fighter in all of the comics. Like he's hands down amazing. Plus he's diplomatic. He's the reason why Hilltop is successful and Hilltop becomes such an amazing part of the storyline. But then, I mean, that's Hilltop and we know enough about Hilltop to be dangerous. I just want us to talk about the kingdom. I thought you just wanted to talk about Jesus. (laughs) I I want to talk about, I talked about Jesus. I mean, all I can say is Jesus is amazing. Michelle was a better fighter. I don't know. Have you you seen all like the Twitter battles between who would win in a fight, Jesus or Michonne? I'm still hands down. Jesus would win over Michonne. Michonne pre-governor would win. Maybe pre-governor, but. Jesus would win. No, I, I don't agree with that either because Wow. Michonne's only good with the knife. Like her sword. That's her that's only her thing. Good. She is amazing oh, that's, with the sword. But that's one thing to just you're just you're you're only good with a sword. You you can't fight, I'm sorry. You're only good with a sword. Well, that's her that's her thing. She's good at other things. She can fight, but she's not as experienced as the ninja Jesus. Nah, I'm still going with Jesus Michelle. is a ninja. I'm just going with Michonne because you're is. you're a racist and a, sex, and a sexist. Go ahead, talk about the kingdom. Uh, are you guys excited about the kingdom as I am? Because the no. kingdom looks. I don't think it's awesome. gonna. I don't think it's gonna come till the end of the season or the end of the middle of the season. Like I don't. The, uh, winter, I, I think it's the gonna winter come finale. Pretty, I I I. Well, you might be right, but I don't think so because. They're already hinting at, you know, that's where Carol and Morgan are going because that's where they're going. They've already, they already have come we've in seen, contact. We've seen them drag out a long trek for several episodes. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I just have the feeling there's too much posters and stuff about Ezekiel and, and the tiger that for them to pay it off in the show. I think it's too soon. I think it's going to, they're going to wait. I think they're going to hold off till the second half of the season. Just Maybe my, just my opinion. It's just the way they've it's the way they've done things so far. If they change their mind and do things differently, I'm all for it because they do tend to drag things out a little too long. And I wouldn't have said that before, um, but it, it's it's kind of a theme now. Well, and that's what I'm hoping that they'll fix because that that's why I hated the cliffhanger last season. It, it, there there's no reason for it, and they've already gotten all of excited with just that glimpse of Ezekiel. And I I think the casting looks pretty awesome on him. I don't think you can say there's no reason for it because we just spent 40 minutes talking about that one scene. Yeah, but that's what they wanted. It's totally what they wanted, but I think it's cheap. I I, I I completely agree. It's it's terrible writing. I think it's terrible. You also, you also can't do that. I don't think that that cliffhanger would have been cheap if it wasn't for the fact that they did 1500 different cliffhangers before that. So, Getting us all excited about, you know, the oncoming of Ezekiel and the kingdom, and then not showing us until they're like, "All right, 
That seems, have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you in a few months. Seems very Walking I, Dead. It is very Walking Dead, but they're going to really start burning their fan base. It means <laughs> they don't trust their fan base, and they think we're all idiots. Well, so well, I think since, the biggest the biggest problem with cliffhangers on network TV shows is that this. I guess I don't want to generalize it and say society. I would say there are a fair amount of people. I might even go so far as to say most people watch shows on Netflix um, and Hulu and, and Amazon Prime, and they can watch, they can binge watch all their shows at once. So you don't have to wait three or four months to find out what the cliffhanger was. You find out the minute you load up the next episode. Um, and I think just overall, that hurts network television with kind of any cliffhanger moving forward. I would agree with you. I would totally agree with you. Other than the fact that this is similar to game of Thrones. This is a water cooler television show. This is one of them that you don't go into work, not seeing it the day before because you, it's impossible to avoid the spoilers because everybody talks about it the next day. TV hasn't had a show like that in a while because of streaming and because of shows like Walking Dead and Game of Thrones where every episode is so so impactive of the of what's coming without the cliffhangers that it makes it that old-timey water cooler type show. You want to talk to people about it. So it's not as fun to like binge watching everybody on a different, have you watched it yet? No. Well, let me know when you're done. It's not that type of show. So although I get what you're saying, I don't think it applies with the walking dead. I would, oh, it, it applies to me. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah. That, if that I was one of the reasons I'm sick of the, I I'm really upset that they ended on a cliffhanger because now I have to wait. And I've been, I don't feel now, I don't have that patience in, I have it, but I don't have it. If you know what I'm saying, I just, I just want the answer and I don't want to have to wait three or four or five months. It now, instead of, instead of feeling like, um, like a, 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 a plausible and acceptable way to end the season, it now just feels like a hook and a gimmick. And I'm not interested in a being suckered into, you know, grabbing that hook and going this, these last four or five, however many months it's been going, I wonder who it was. I wonder who it was. I wonder who it was. I can't wait to find out who it was. Um, and B I'm just impatient. I just want to know. It's nothing like it's, it's nothing like that cool, refreshing taste of Mountain Dew where it's not a voice that hooks you in. It's, <laughs> it's that taste that hooks you in and keeps you yeah, coming exactly. back for more. I can tell you this for sure. If the episode comes out and for some reason, I'm not able to watch it that night, I'm just going to go online and find out who it was. See for me because if, I'm because I'm sick of waiting, and I and I do think it was a really shitty way to end the season. Jenny, I'm at, I'm at a point with this show right now, and I, and I hope they change it with the first couple episodes. But I'm at a point with this show right now where if I wasn't doing this website and podcast and and stuff like that, I would wait till it's all on you know Twitter or streamable or Twitter or Netflix or you know some kind of streamable service where I can just binge it all, um, because. It is something I would prefer to binge because a lot gets lost in this show when they take these, they do six episodes, take the break, come back for the last six or whatever it is, you know, and things get lost and gets confusing. Eight and eight. I'm sorry. It's eight and eight. Um, I don't think though. I honestly, and I see what you mean, but I honestly think it only applies with the last two seasons. The first season, the second season, and the third season had really good breaks really well broken up between the first half and the second half of the season, the storyline progressed and they left the storyline where you were anxious to know what they were going to do, but it was more of an excitement of what comes next, not of what just happened. 
The second they, season, the second season, I agree with. That's the se- mid-season breakdown where the little girl dies in the barn, right? Yeah, Sophia. Yeah. yeah, that was good, just for a dramatic standpoint, not from a what happens next standpoint, because there was no danger. It was she right. got the reveal. We got was, the payoff right there, right? And that was a we great dramatic payoff, ending. You're just like, oh my god, what is this going to do? Not even team, no. Like, see that it's, it, but it but it's a totally different type of um, anticipation. It's I can't wait to see the ramifications of this in the future as it unfolds, as opposed to they cut it off right when we were about to find out what was going to happen. I mean, how many people bitch about the way Sopranos ended? Or because da- or Dallas. It's, because it's unsatisfying, but, but and, and we have been left I'm, unsatisfied for the last however many months. That's, nope, that's nobody, what I'm saying, though. The Dallas last two season. And specifically, is the Sopranos ending? Every it feels like it's such a repetitive, like go to for them now, and yeah, it makes me as a viewer. Yeah, it's a total problem. I totally agree with you on that. I mean, they have a great writing script staff, but they they're caught up in these formulas that they think are exciting. And on one aspect, it is working because everybody for the last however many months has done nothing but talk about that cliffhanger well are they going to do it like are they not but it i don't know i feel like it's it's cheapened the story i don't think it's affect it's it's not as every day since the finale i think it was the week after the finale and the week tour you know a week or two before the finale the premiere i think is what they're gonna i I disagree with you i I was not even thinking about walking dead all summer i was not I I agree with you. I, I, and dis- I disagree because the moment the beginning of July started and all the hints of Comic-Con, everybody started talking about it again. Comic-Con happens, they show the teaser, and everybody freaked the F out and went, oh, my God. And then they all started talking about it but that's, again. Well, but that's, you're, you're talking, talking about, about it. You're talking about August, and they started doing another teaser. So they right. start doing all these teasers, and they continually talk about it. That's just release of new teasers and new footage. That's like every time we get geeked out about a new trailer. The, it's still like pulling the, the scab off of the nah, room. It's, it's still but the it's, same, it, it's the not, same it's not the conversation they want. It's the conversation of, oh, they screwed me over last year, and here we go again. And now, okay, we're going to get to the season. Maybe we'll get some answers. Cool. I'll watch it because it looks cool. And Negan's there. And, oh, there's a big tiger. Cool. And, uh, yeah, that's from the comic books. And it looks awesome. And I'll watch it because I'm I'm a gump. And I'm going to watch it because I like the comics. And it looks cool. Again, you know, just, it gets to a point, though, where that's just not going to work anymore. I, I think we are, are all in an agreement, but on different aspects of it because – I, I do really enjoy the moment I walk into work, everybody look at me or or they automatically go, wait, wait, I didn't get home in time. I'm going to watch it tonight. You know, I love there's such a cool community about this show that I I I couldn't binge watch it. Like I would been, I, when they do the marathons, I'll rewatch them over and over again because I forget a lot about it. I love watching the old uh, Herschel Farm episodes. Like, see, I don't. This is a show I can't with, go back and watch. Oh, see, I can, I could totally go back and watch it, but I, yeah, I, I don't love go back that. And watch men- it either. I love that mentality, though, of you know, the excitement of when a new episode. Des- Destination it, Television. It's You're talking about Destination Television, and it doesn't work for this. Used to be Destination, Te- like when they announced this show was happening, uh, you better believe I was excited as all hell to watch this show. And that's how I was for the first two or three seasons, and I still enjoyed it in four and five and six and. But 
the shine was gone. Um, for me, it's not destination television anymore. Like a show like, and I, I don't like saying it because it seems like a cop but a show like Arrow is destination television for me. I'll take off at work so I can watch it live because not because I'm afraid of not being able to talk about it with anybody. Cause the only people I talk about that show with, they're with you guys and on Twitter, but it's more of, if I don't watch it when it's on right away, I feel like I'm missing some of the magic because going back and watching it again, which I've done because I've worked that night or, um, because you know, I have an antenna to watch TV. So I, you know, if there's a storm or something, I can't get a good signal and I got to watch it the next day on Hulu or whatever. It just doesn't feel the same. It feels different. And I feel like I'm missing out on something. Whereas with this, uh, even game of Thrones lately, I can watch the next day and not be afraid of, uh, not being able to talk about it. I know what you're saying. You're in an environment where that happens. Not all of us work in that environment or go to school in that environment where the water cooler still applies because I actually, my group of friends, they cut the cord. And so for them to watch it, they have to wait till it's streamable. And, um, for a lot of them, they don't, they can't get an AMC app or, you know, Hulu or whatever. I don't even know what I think AMC does Amazon prime. I think, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, for their episodes afterwards. I can't, I can't remember. Anyway, this is a different conversation. <laughs> this is <laughs> streaming and binge watching versus live watching. So we don't need to go there. Um, okay. Well, they, but I, I, I get what you're saying. I, 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 they go, I think that that particular subject is pretty deeply tied into why some, uh, um, oh damn it. Now I'm going to forget the word and we were just saying it. Binge? Teasers. Oh, Bin- no, 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 no. The teasers, the cliffhangers. Yeah, they, they're they don't work as well now, or I don't think that they're as effective. And this again, it's just based on what I've seen online and the people I've talked to, right? Um, so I, I I totally get that that's Jen- Jenny that that's your environment that you go to work or you you go to school. I don't, I mean I don't know what the environment is, but you get to meet with all these people and say, oh, did you see what happened last night? That was super great. Um, and that's and that's great that that happens and I do that too and I was you know I was doing that with Breaking Bad and I do that with Flash you know I call up Randy right away and say kid did you see the episode let's talk about it but as the ability to binge watch shows has been more and more prevalent it's almost being shoved down our throats now watch these great shows on Netflix because you can watch them from the first episode to the last episode without needing to take a break or waiting in between episodes mm-hmm. that is slowly taking over viewing um and and television quote unquote experience is now the binge watching is the big thing. And there, I would, I mean, and this is again, just the people I talk to more often than not, I do talk to people that say, I'm, I just don't even watch shows on TV anymore. I wait for them to come out because I don't like waiting in between the episodes. That's the and cliffhangers thing, yeah. are especially the worst now in serialized television, especially when they're not done well. And this one was not done well. And I'll tell you what, Breaking Bad is what did it to a lot of people. They didn't want to wait a week. So they would wait till the whole series is done or season is done and then binge it all at the end of the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that stemmed from the drama of and how good the drama was. And that's not taking anything away from the show. That's actually a, a compliment, I think, that they didn't want to wait to see what happened next because it's so gripping um, to watch that show and keep going. And so I think it's a compliment when people say I can't, or I don't, you know, I can't, I can't wait week to week. There has to be at least two or three of them for me to watch 
Otherwise, I can't do it. Which, which is totally fine. It's to each their own. Um, I guess right. I'm just going on the notion that how many conversations have we had that when it comes to Monday and people online go crazy because there's spoilers. It's like, well, then watch it. You know, I'm not going to sit around and plan my life around you. It released last night. That's that's during the There's episode. An open, that's during that's, the episode airing. When you live tweet an episode like that or Flash, I'll still get people saying spoilers for West Coast. I'm like, well, you can mute me. I mean, I, I I give you a warning before I, I I live tweet. That gives you the time to mute me until you've watched the episode. So, hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I I that that's that spoiler conversation are... you guys had a while back. Yeah. Yeah, well, there are a few shows that I think that hold up to that water cooler mentality that I was saying. This is one of them. Game of Thrones is one of them, definitely, where they're such popular shows and they have such crazy storylines that you're just like, whoa, did they just do that? You know, where you're excited to talk about it. Whereas if I watched it today, but Dave, you didn't watch it for another week, then I'm not going to have that same excitement when I talk to you about it because we're on totally two different emotional standards with it. I've done and forgotten about it or I have to refresh my memory and you're like, oh my gosh, I just saw this. I, but I think the point I like that the whole mentality of it is, but I completely agree though, that I think the writers are screwing it up. If they wait until the mid season finale to bring in Ezekiel after they hinted it in July, then it's, it's a big mistake on their behalf because Ezekiel's a character. That's not a two episode character. They don't have to wait that long. They need to, my personal opinion, they need to go into this season and go into it full on with speed because there is so much craziness that happens in the storyline from here on out. Even if they change it and it's not the same storyline, there's so much potential that's going on with the introduction of the kingdom, what comes about Hilltop, and then the saviors in gen- general. That I, I just don't want them to look at us as viewers as we're not intelligent enough to understand their writing. Well, I think, and that's what I, I think, felt like they did with think, a lot of the I think we're, we're going to wrap up here, but I also think this Negan storyline is two seasons at least. Um, oh, for sure. I, yeah, I it's, agree. It's not going to be a one and done season. No, um, no, with, no. With him being, totally the, with him being the main villain, it's not going to be a one season thing. So that's why I think it's going to be stretched out. Based on what I know about the character, again, just doing a Wikipedia search, I, I think that, um, we're going to see a lot of him. Well, okay. If we're going comic book, he's not, even when they, I don't know how to do this. I don't want to do it. So I'm not going to, um, him being the villain, I think is a two season venture for them. I, I, I don't see them doing like a governor thing where it, Here, it's, it's over in a season. I've got to try to word this without ruining too much, too far along in the comic book. But yeah, he's going to be around for a while, but there are so many different story breaks after his introduction that, again, this whole introduction of Negan and the Saviors, yeah, they can drag it out for a season or two, but they need to jump into the next storyline. But history, they need to continue. history shows they don't, you know? That's that's what we're saying. That's all we're saying. Anyway, all right, we're going to move on. There's a lot of excitement for season seven. We know we just spent an hour talking about all of it. So uh, we did say a lot of negative things, some of us, about the show and where it's headed. And, uh, you know, that's fine, too. We're still going to be there watching it. I mean, 
maybe not Sunday night, but we're still going to watch it. Even Johnny. And I bet you, even if they kill Daryl, Johnny watches. I don't know if I'll keep watching. 100% <laughs> honesty. He's, right. the, uh, I, I have a lot of, I do have a lot of problems with the show. Okay. Um, over the last couple fair. of seasons, Daryl's the only thing that's really got me sticking in there. And if he's gone, the my reason for tuning in and seeing another great Daryl story or another great scene of Daryl kicking some ass or being the voice of reason, I I don't think I can watch it. Well, here's one question. I don't I don't want a whole a whole explanation because you've just answered it. I just want I just want the name. Perfect. I just want the name. So you've answered the question already. Who's the one character if you had to tune in for one character every week? Who is that one character? Jenny. Rick. 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 Okay. Yeah. Mine is actually Morgan. I like Morgan a lot. Um, so I actually really enjoy his storyline. Uh, my <clears> second <throat> my second question, if you had to have a companion in the zombie apocalypse, this is your, your lady or your guy, which one from The Walking Dead is yours? Jenny, we know. It's Jesus. Yeah, it's Jesus. We know. <laughs> Johnny? I knew I would be safe if I had Jesus. All right. <laughs> that's, just a, that's just a good sentence overall. Anyway. Love it. Johnny, yours? Um, oh, I wasn't prepared for this question. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what I do. Uh, all right, I'll go. I'll go, and then you can think on it. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Rosita, I would, I would go with. Oh, and she's awesome. You just think she's hot. Well, I would go with Maggie, but I can't break up Maggie and Glenn. <laughs> I'd break up Maggie and Glenn for Maggie. <laughs> you would break yeah. you'd break him up for Glenn. I mean, you just want to be involved. Um Okay, so we're saying this person is my friend and they'll never betray me? No, this is your companion. They're your sidekick. This is your companion. My companion and they'll never betray me. Right. They'll always be by my side? Yep. Negan. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I actually really, really like that answer because that answer is probably the smartest out of all three. Yeah, as long as I can trust him not to stab me in the back, but I'm going to survive just but, fine with Negan. But, Tony, that's the problem is that well, we, he would stab you in the we back. Put the caveat, well, but we that's put why the caveat, I clarified. Yeah, yeah we, I got to make sure. I mean, because if they can stab me in the back, I would never choose him, ever, because yeah. he's the worst human being ever. But... If if that is in place, if there's the golden rule that he and I are best friends, we were kids together, you know. He'd we, still stab you in the back. That's not, no, 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 no. We, we, we put, put the fake caveat we, on right, there. We we're put, already fake pretending that we're friends. That says, so. Negan, in this case, you are no longer Negan because I'm your BFF. To be fair, we're already we're, fake pretending that a fake character is my fake friend. <laughs> right, right. So. We're, we're already positing a fake situation that's never going to happen because it's ultra fake. So we'll but, add, we'll add that ultra fake part where he doesn't betray you. But to appease Jenny, because Jenny, <laughs> I definitely want to make sure that you feel appeased. <laughs> I like peas too. Um, oh, you love peas. Yeah. All right, well then, to, well then to appease you as well, Dave, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that I would take Carol. Crazy, I like that one Crazy too. Carol with her cookies. All right. See, I don't think she's crazy. I think she's the only one in this world that gets it. I think right now she's crazy. I think before I think, before this point, I think point, she's going through a hard time. Yeah, before right this now. point, she yes, she very much was the only one that got it, and then mm-hmm. now she's having a complete breakdown. Um, but yeah, you're right. That's a good choice. All right, but so I think I think she needs that complete breakdown because Rick had that complete breakdown too, and now Rick is strong. So well, mm-hmm. I don't want to see it again. That's all I'm saying. It's boring. <laughs> 
I'd be, but if we're, I mean, if we're best friends and we're traversing the zombie world together, then I would be her like shoulder to cry on or her, you know, I, I'd be there for, I'd be her support, her moral support while she's going through a hard time. Sure, so sure. I got we'd work through it together. There you go. There you go. All right. I like it. That's our show this week. Johnny, you, yes. host, you host the podcast that is not this one, even though you're on this podcast quite often lately. Tell the people, yes, thank tell, you. tell the people of your show. Well, uh, I co-host a show called Just Two Pals with my good buddy Randy, and uh, we talk about all kinds of geeky-related subjects, um, and uh, we're on AtomicKeekdom.com, thanks to David, our best friend, pal pal number three, honorary pal number three, David. Still, still um, touches the heartstrings. Yeah, well, we're definitely touching something on you. Okay. And then... You can find us on <laughs> iTunes and Google Play and Satchel Player. And our last episode, we talked about kind of all things Flash. Um, it was that we well, actually, actually had this, a lot when this comes more. Out, when this comes out, you'll have a brand new episode. Oh, we'll have another. Well, yeah. Okay. So when this comes out, we'll have another episode. So who knows what that'll be about. But the one that came out before the one that <laughs> is going to come out. Right. was about the Flash. And uh, we, we actually we had so much more material than I than I thought we were going to have mm-hmm. um i mean i knew there i mean there's a lot to do with flash we did a batman one too and there was so much to try to stuff in um but uh there, there was a lot more to the flash that we went over than i thought we were going to go over so we spent a lot of time talking about flashes from the comics nice um as opposed to kind of extending out to the to the other forms of media but yeah and then the you know the other episode who knows what it'll be but i guarantee you that randy's gonna say something ridiculous and i will respond with a tangent i'll be the straight man i guess i'll be the straight (laughs) man so he can be wacky and goofy and and then quite the character and Um, i'll respond as the average joe i think i think yep matt's here to do an audible commercial for us real quick Oh, did he did he show up? He sure is did. Is he here? Yeah. Is that Matt, are you there? Oh hey, I'm Matt from Audible.com. If you like listening to audiobooks, all you gotta do is go to audible.com. You can down yourself download yourself a good old book. Perfect. I uh, audibletrial.com. Like I feel like if he talks for too long, his voice trails off. <laughs> Thanks, Matt, for popping in real quick, doing a, a drive by uh commercial. Audibletrial.com oh, no slash... <laughs> see you later. I guess we'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> audibletrial.com slash atomic kingdom for all your audible needs uh jenny has some cool content on our youtube channel so go check it out youtube uh just search for atomic kingdom you'll find us youtube.com slash atomic kingdom subscribe like some of the videos if you could comment all that awesome stuff uh hopefully if you do that we'll get to do a lot more of those things because it's a lot of fun and we're gonna do a lot of original content coming very 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 soon Maybe. Dave, I understand you have a compilation video of just a bunch of uh, male genitalia that you're going to put up on YouTube. Is that true? Under the Just Two Pals channel. You betcha. Oh. Well, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, thanks That's, for listening. I'm going to flag that as inappropriate content. Sure, sure. If you want to have water cooler chats with Jenny about The Walking Dead, she is on Twitter. She is at... Robbie Art. There you go. Let the conversation continue post Walking Dead on Sunday nights, but wait till after the West Coast feed, please. She lives on the West Coast. Mm, mm-hmm. So I watch the East Coast feed, so load me up. Okay, forget what I <laughs> said. Oh, I, I forgot. We're just two pals are on Twitter at just two pals, and I'm on Twitter at Johnny Wellens. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, Jenny. Sorry, guys. It's all good. It's no, all good. I'm good. Good. Thanks for listening to the Atomic Kingdom podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. 
And then, like I said, YouTube. Give us a follow, give us a like, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you like what you heard tonight, and how couldn't you have? We were awesome. I mean, we were on point. 10 out of 10. If you liked what you heard tonight, please give us a a rate review on iTunes. Do that for the Just Two Pals and the Two Broke Geeks as well. That'd be great. Uh, It only takes a minute or two and helps us out. Uh, You can find our show along with the Two Broke Geeks and Johnny's Just Two Pals and our wrestling podcast, Ringside Geeks. All available on AtomicGeekdom.com, uh, on iTunes, on Google Play, on the Satchel Player, all that good stuff. Thank you again, and we will see you next week for your paranormal stories. We're going to read your stories. It's one of our favorite things. We turn the lights off, light some candles, and uh, not sing Kumbaya, but read your scary, scary stories. Can't wait. That's next week. Oh, the ghost is back. That was, a, that was an excited ghost. The ghost is back, and he's psyched. Uh, Jenny yeah. is Jenny is here, so as always, being the first lady of Atomic Kingdom, she gets the last word, and the last word this week is... Shiva! Shiva!